Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday, gang. And of course, welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we start with another busy game day across the TalkSport network with West Ham. Ending the day, top of the Premier League. And Arsenal, ending the day, rooted to the very bottom. Yeah, the very bottom. 20th out of 20. Remarkable. Here's how it all sounded on TalkSport. Game day is back for the new season. Mahrez with the cross into the penalty area. Ferran Torres with a glancing header in off the far post. And it's 5-0 to Manchester City. The moment he will have the full squad, everything is going well because I know him perfectly and I know the quality that he has as a person and as a, as, a, as a manager. I have to say thank you to the fans because we have 3,000 fans today and they give unconditional support to the players and that's just related to the club. That's the reaction of all the players when there. It's not about them. They've been absolutely terrific. It's finished. Aston Villa 1, Brentford 1. Fair result here. We'll be taking this penalty in front of the Everton fans. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, 2-2 two two in the Premier League this season. Make that 3-3. Three three. It's Brighton nil. Everton 2. Lukaku, left-hand corner of the box, plays an early ball in. Gallagher trying to make room for a shot. He's done it again! Conor Gallagher, superb footwork. West Ham 2, Palace 2. Woodman doing star jumps almost on the line. Ward-Prowse waits, right-footed, comes forward and sticks it in the bottom corner. Newcastle's wait for a win goes on. It's Newcastle 2, Southampton 2. The referee blows the whistle and Leicester City have won it by two goals to one. A rattling good game here. No one Certainly played their part, but they have now lost three Premier League games out of three. Mo Salah missed his first ever penalty for Liverpool, but he has since scored all 16 spot kicks. Steps up left foot, he drills it home, and Liverpool are level. And Mohamed Salah has his 99th Premier League goal. Finishes Liverpool 1, Chelsea 1. So things go from bad to worse for Arsenal and their manager, Mikel Arteta, after they were hammered, thrashed, tonked, embarrassed, annihilated blown away 5-0 at Manchester City. Shortly we'll hear from the former Arsenal winger Adrian Clark. But first, here's the Gunners boss and his former colleague Pep Guardiola. Guardiola. And Arsenal slipping to their third successive defeat with no goals scored to start the season. It has never happened before and they have been abject throughout this game. How much progress do you feel you've made? Well, to talk about progress today when you lose 5-0 away from home, it's, it's pretty difficult. 
But do you feel that, that there are signs there that you will make progress? There are a lot of things that has, has been changed and improved, but the only way to see it at the end is when you get results on the pitch. I'd be embarrassed is what I'd be, and I'm sure they all are. I'm sure they all, all want to just close their doors, turn their phones off. You don't want to see your side bottom of the league. The whole lineup, the whole system, everything is done. We spent £140 million. On what? Yeah, it was a, it was it was a dark day. At the moment, their team is a shambles, and there doesn't seem to be any way out of it. Who are we? We're bottom in the league. What? We're, bottom, we're Arsenal. We're bottom in the league. There are a lot of things that aren't quite right with the Arsenal team at the moment, and they urgently need to need to fix it. These players are not good enough for Arsenal to think they should be anywhere else than bottom half. United signed Rafael Varane. It's now now signed Ronaldo. Do you know what I mean? And who are we getting? Lukonga from Andalect, who no one's ever heard of. You bought Odegaard for 30 million. I mean, Man United have just paid 25 million for Ronaldo. Football, unfortunately, the people want immediately result, result, result. Sometimes when you have the squad, look at ourselves, except Phil and, and Kevin, all the other people is ready. You know that he's ready. So it's easier for me. Fans can accept defeats as long as they see. You know, a good tactical framework, a nice defensive structure, spirit, battling qualities, all of these factors. And if you see that in a defeat, it feels less painful. I think that, that right now, Arsenal fans are hurting because they didn't see too much of any of those qualities earlier on today. Not this trust the process nonsense. It's not about a process. It's about you're a big club, best stadium in the world and you're doing nothing. Well, the Arsenal power brokers have got the international break to mull over things. Then Arsenal are at home to Norwich and away to Burnley. And really, those are the sort of games they need to be winning at this stage, not least to get something on the board. I think Antonio Conte walked in there and I think he revamped Arsenal. If you don't want Arteta, who do you want instead? New owners and I want Conte and I want all of the back staff that have been recruiting these players all out and start again. Even if we go down, start again because that blueprint does not work. Now, Liverpool missed a chance to move to the top of the Premier League after they were held to a 1-1 draw at home to 10-man Chelsea. Rhys James was controversially sent off for the Blues and here's all the best reaction on TalkSport. It may be festival season, but welcome to the main stage into the right side and the attack is on with Trent Alexander-Arnold on a lovely crossfield ball and Henderson is arriving on the volley and he misses it. Oh, that would have been some finish if Liverpool could have scored that. Here's the corner over on the far side. Right-footed from James, flicked on by Havertz across the goalkeeper and in and Chelsea have stolen a lead, maybe against the run of play. Chelsea are now counter-attacking. Lukaku's made a run through the centre. Havertz hasn't found him yet. He's got it on his left foot, tries a strike. Lukaku had made a brilliant run through the centre. If Conte had slipped it to him, there was a real problem for Liverpool. Big decision, big moment. Penalty to Liverpool, courtesy of VAR. And it's a red card. For Reece James. Wow. Steps up left footed, drills it home, and Liverpool are level. 
and Mohamed Salah has his 99th Premier League goal on the stroke of half-time. Goes wide to Afpilicueta, Alonso's at the far post, trying to reach it, heads it down, Lukaku blocked by Matip on the edge of the six-yard box, a brilliant block by Matip and a necessary one. There is the full-time whistle, the Chelsea fans are the ones that are celebrating because they've been hanging on for 45 minutes with just 10 men. A draw suggests that it might be tight at the top this campaign, I don't think too many of us will be complaining about that. Finishes Liverpool 1, Chelsea 1. I don't feel like we dropped two points, uh, but it's, I'm not over the moon with the one point, to be honest. I just accept it. Um, I think we played a really good football game. We have to look at it, two points dropped, um, especially the way the game kind of panned out. Yeah, are there any, any harder, any harder uh, stadiums in the world to go one man down in half-time and then you have to... F- the cop in your back and, and, and Liverpool playing towards the cop, I, I don't know, I don't think so. And for that, we did fantastic. It is what it is. It's when any game at home, you think it's two points dropped, but look, we move on from it and could we have done better? Absolutely. Unfortunately, he only checked the image and the image was clear, was handball for him and uh, was handball and um, penalty and red card. I didn't celebrate it. I never celebrated a red card, but in that moment, I didn't think, oh yeah. It will be helpful because I knew now they defend with all they have. We had also the images and we saw the whole movement and then it was a deflection and not a very unnatural arm position. So we hoped, I personally hoped, that he maybe defines it as a deflected ball and and that he does not punish it. It was a good game. Chelsea deserved the point. We deserved the point. If there would have been a winner, I think that should have been us. But there is no winner. Now we have a point more. Let's carry on. Elsewhere, West Ham are top of the Premier League despite drawing Desmond at home to Crystal Palace and Everton are in the top four after yet another win. Here's how the rest of the day's Premier League games unfolded across the TalkSport network. They end up going back to the top of the Premier League table but only on seven points when they so dearly wanted nine. It's finished at the London Stadium. West Ham two, Crystal Palace two. A decent point, uh disappointed we went in front a couple of times and they pegged us back but but uh, look team's been playing really well so I can't complain Antonio wins a fight ball inside the area ties it in oh what a goal 50 up in the Premier League for Mikhail Antonio I was hoping at that time you know we'd be able to, to see it out or go on and get a third goal but uh, credit Crystal Palace they, they come back into it we responded well I think uh, we showed a lot of character desire and um, going back with the points, we are satisfied. Gallagher trying to make room for a shot. He's done it again. Conor Gallagher, superb footwork to make room for himself inside the area. And then an emphatic finish past Fabianski. When we, uh, we have the ball, is somebody who can get inside the box and who can score goals. So today he scored two. I'm really pleased for him and for the team, of course. Our pitch isn't good here at the London Stadium it's not an excuse but it's uh, it is, it's a factor in, in why I felt as if we didn't play so well today we are getting better I think when you look at the first game that we played and our performance today I don't say that everything is perfect but we are improving as a team and that is a good sign Damari Gray puts Everton in front at the Amex it's the travelling Toffees fans jumping with delight away to our right hand side Malai was a young player that needs to be needed to be more consistent so he's just at the beginning, he's doing well, but for me, it's just, uh, as you say, he has the quality to make the difference. Well, I think there was some debate about who would take the penalty. Richarlison had the ball in his hands, but it will be, after some delay, 
Dominic Calvert-Lewin. We had this conversation before, and I told him that if we have two penalties, the first one is uh, uh, Dominic, and the second one is him. Brighton nil, Everton to Rafa Benitez sporting a smile as wide as the Mersey Tunnel as he saluted those celebrating Toffees fans. I thought Everton played well; they did what they did well. Um, we, we weren't quite as good as we would like to be, and as a result, of that it can be hard to get the result. We are improving, and uh, hopefully uh, we can continue improving if the players continue working in the same way that they are working already. Norwich had a late leveller disallowed. Kenny McLean's header from a corner in the corner, but was ruled out because Cantwell was standing in front of the goalkeeper in an offside position. I'm sure we'll hear more of that from Daniel Parker. But Leicester make it two wins from three. Norwich still looking for a point for their next game. It's against Arsenal. Norwich won Leicester two. That was just a weird yeah, mistake. We have to have to accept this because my player Todd Kentwell um, can't be in offside position because he just can be in offside position if he takes part in the game, but he doesn't take part in the game. To come here, it was always going to be a really really difficult game. So yeah, I'm delighted with the three points. Delighted with the mentality and then showed moments of quality that uh, won us the game. Ward Prowse waits, right-footed, comes forward and sticks it in the bottom corner. Newcastle's wait for a win goes on. It's Newcastle 2, Southampton 2. I'm very angry tonight yet again after watching another insipid, mediocre, pathetic performance. The ground today, Ian, was poisonous, it was vitriolic, it was nasty, it was tense. The atmosphere from outside the ground for the whole of the game was vitriolic towards the manager. Well, look, they're entitled to their opinion. I find the whole thing very, very disappointing, as anybody would, I suppose. Maybe did enough to win the match, but uh, yeah, a dis- disappointing afternoon all round, I suppose. Villa sub Ollie Watkins couldn't nick it against his old club in stoppage time, twice firing straight at the keeper. Full time, Villa won, Brentford won. Now, meanwhile, in the Championship, Fulham continued their unbeaten start with a convincing win over Stoke and Nottingham Forest remain bottom and without a win all season as the pressure ramps up on their manager, Christopher Hewton. All the drama was heard, of course, on TalkSport 2, your home of the EFL. Forward they come, ball over to the right. Here's Lawrence at the edge of the penalty area, hits the shot, scores the goal! For Derby County! First chorus of you getting sacked in the morning from the Derby County fans for uh, Chris Hewton. As regards getting to me, I can't allow it to get to me. Um, is it nice? No, it's not nice. And uh, it's not nice, and particularly when you have family at the game that have to go through that and, and hear that. And, and it's not nice when it becomes personal. And it's finished here at Pride Park in the 99th league meeting between these two sides. The East Midlands derby, for the fourth time in a row, sees the points being shared. You know, it's a strange way to say this, but it's the best field that I've had at the end of any of our games. And, and this is, of course, a game that we haven't won. Yeah, it's frustrating, of course, but that's where we're at. Fulham 3, Stoke nil. The scoreline doesn't tell the story of how one-sided this was. Fulham could have had double figures today. I wouldn't go as far as that, to be fair. Uh, look, he made a couple of very good stops. You know, there's no doubt about that. Really pleased to see the way we, we did this afternoon, the way we played. Stoke were terrible by their goalkeeper today. England 21 man absolutely shone. And but for him, it would have been a right hammering. Fulham looked great. Fulham 
Fulham 3, Stoke nil. QPR 2, Coventry nil, and Rangers maintain their unbeaten start to move up to second spot. West London is really happy. Fulham top at the minute. And, um, you know, they've been brilliant. Every time I come to see QPR, I'm impressed with how they play. Hull nil, Bournemouth nil. And I, I will say as well, much compensation for Hull City because uh, I thought this was a much better point for them. It's finished Luton nil, Sheffield United nil. A first draw of the season for the Hatters, who deserved more. A second point for the still winless Blades that keeps them off the bottom, but much to do for Slavisa Jakanovic. At Cannaworth Road, it's finished. Luton nil, Sheffield United nil. So that's it for another podcast, you think. Thanks for listening on the TalkSpipe or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't care, even if it's an illegal feed. I don't really care. Do I care? I do care. Get them from the, the right place. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button so I get an extra 8p per podcast. I don't even get that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. And a reminder that I'm back on Drive tomorrow, Bank Holiday Monday, from 4pm, alongside the Romford Pele Ray Parlour. So make sure you join me for that. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.